It's time for Talking Tauntauns! Your Star Wars source at AIPTcomics.com Hello and welcome back to another episode of Talking Tauntauns. I am Jim Lahane. And with me, from her European vacation, is Nicole Herview. Hello, bonjour, ça va? What? Uh, how are you? Oh, okay. <laughs> I um, um, mucho gusto. Yeah, that's fine too. Yeah, that's. I've been doing my Duolingo. That's my Spanish. Mm-hmm. Oh, so how are you doing, Nicole? Oh, I'm okay. Um, I came back uh, last Friday from mostly England, but kind of France for a few days as well, um, and immediately tested positive for COVID. So I'm doing great. Um, I just tested negative for the first time yesterday. So, Oh, congratulations. Thank you so much. I feel great to be on the other side of this. Um, yeah, I was joking with someone that I avoided this so carefully for two and a half years. And then you went to Europe. <laughs> and I left the country. And my all my coworkers are like, sorry for giving you English COVID. And I'm like, you know what? Fine. <laughs> but was this, it worth it? Yeah, actually. It really was. Um, I was very lucky. It was a mild case. It, it, it was more annoying than anything, um, which is something that I've been very, very grateful for. Um, so it was what it was. It's fine. It was definitely worth it. It was a fantastic trip. Um Disneyland Paris is dope, and I. That's I wanted hike. to ask you about that because yeah. uh, that's someplace like I, I've never been to France, so obviously never been to Disneyland so Paris. So cool, but. <laughs> um, very very nice. Uh, Phantom Manor exceeded expectations, which is their haunted mansion, but different. Um, unbelievable. Their Pirates of the Caribbean is so much better than the Disney World Pirates of the Caribbean. I could vomit. It's incredible, um, and Hyperspace Mountain is freaking dope it is so fun and it is. so cool that's it, what i i got to oh. go on it for the first time the only time uh for the star wars weekends um yep. i think i think i are not star wars weekends the, the celebration uh event that they had and it is it's a lot of fun it's it's um it's really cool I'm not a big roller coaster person just because my motion sickness, but mm-hmm. like I can do one or two generally without a problem. It's when I start doing more than that that I have issues. Mm-hmm. And it's so much fun. It's a, yeah, I, I assume they're similar in the Disneyland. They're similar. The tracks are very different. Um, so that's all of the Space Mountain tracks around the world are different. Um, and the ride vehicles are slightly different depending on where you are. Like in Disney World, it's like single file. And in Disneyland, the, both Paris and California, it's two by two, I believe. Okay. Um, so like even like things like that are different. But this has this incredible, because the original Space Mountain over there is like a Jules Verne type, like really cool looking like look that's, it up if you've never seen yeah, it. Yeah, that's what I remember dope. seeing something like their whole Tomorrowland is yes. more of a steampunk yes. um kind of like n- not the original Disney interpretation of Tomorrowland like what would tomorrow be yeah. whereas where we are what his tomorrow are is. Right. <laughs> so like right. they kind of tried to do a more fantasy thing since it's yeah. um it's impossible. actually it's, it's called Discoveryland. It's not oh, okay. called Tomorrowland. Which I think is really cool. Um, but yeah, it's got a launch, like a rocket on the side of the the building that's like your launch. And you could like watch the, because uh, it's like partly outside. You can like watch the ride vehicle take off. And that's when you jump to hyperspace. And it was oh, okay. freaking incredible. <laughs> it so was it, so cool. So it sounds like since we're keeping it Disney, um, the Incredicoaster has one of those like um, maglev uh, kind of the magnetic uh, launch vehicle. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of propelling the vehicle forward. Mm-hmm. It, it sounds similar to that. It, it was dope. Whatever they're doing technologically is, it was really, really cool. I loved it. I It was the only Star Wars thing I got to do. Yes, because I didn't do Star Tours because I was like not throwing up today. Um, <laughs> so yeah, didn't do star tours, but did hyperspace twice, which was really, really fun. Knocked me on my butt the second time. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, it rattles your bones, man. It's, it's not, it's not for the faint of heart at all, but really, really cool. 
And then there was a little bit of um, Star Wars in the fireworks show, and that made me cry. So that was cool. Um, but yeah, it was a really good time. I, we spent two full days there, and then like the arrival day and the day we left, we also like went into the park. Um, it was exhausting. I would go back at the drop of a hat because it was so much more affordable than Disney World. It's disgusting. Um, it's probably about the same amount of money to go to Disneyland Paris and stay on property for a week as it is to like with the flight and everything to go to yeah. Disney World. You probably break an even um, to fly to France. <laughs> like, it is probably the same amount because I split my room. There was three adults in the room and it was one of the like mid-level, like pretty nice rooms. Um, and we were there four day park hopper. And it was like $500 a person. Hmm. Less. I'm rounding up. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, Disney World has gotten extremely expensive. Yeah. And they keep cutting back on stuff. And a lot of it was yeah. um, based, uh, blamed, blamed on COVID, based mm-hmm. on COVID. But they haven't brought most, a lot of it back. Yep. And, and so it's one of those, like, is it worth going down at this point? Is yeah. I'm, I'm kind of playing the waiting game. Um, That's fair. To see, I'm like, I liked the dining plan. The dining plan's still not back. It's supposed to be back, but I don't know when. It's supposed to come back, though. That was, like, officially announced that it is on its way back. They just don't know when. Yeah, and, like, the character experiences. Like, my daughter, I know she's getting older, but she still loves the, like, mean greets of the characters. And So, so do if you, I. <laughs> if you don't have a lot of that, like, the I love character dining. I absolutely love it. And so yeah. it's, like, things like that that I don't want to go if a lot of that stuff's yeah. there like stuff i'm used to yeah i think a lot of character dining is back i've seen a lot yeah. but also a lot is not back right correct um they're like phasing it in but yeah i mean i think chapek just said that costs are gonna go up again it, soon yeah he's not so. my favorite He's not my favorite either. Um, and he got reelected for another three years. So Ridiculous, but whatever. I'm not in charge of Disney, I guess. Um, but, yeah, I'm going in November for my 30th birthday with my mom. And it's about the same length of stay. I think it's one extra day that we're going to be there. Okay. Um, and I think just the tickets alone cost as much as the hotel and my ticket did. It's like, one of those, like, if you, can, if you don't think about the money... You're going to have a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, and I you will. You just need to not think about it. <laughs> I need the to money. not think about it. Yeah. Um, if you, yeah, don't, if yeah. you don't need to eat for a month, you should be okay. Yeah, it should be all right. Um, we've been paying for it for, like, we saved up. And we, it's fine. It'll be okay. Um, but we're also, we're going to the Christmas party. And I am so freaking excited about that. Because all That's I'm a- watching is footage of the Halloween party and, like, shaking my fist. Like, damn it. That's it. We did the uh, the Christmas um, in Disneyland a few years ago. Mm. My daughter just had surgery, and so it was one of those like in Utah, you can just like drop of a hat go because the flight's not terribly far. It's not really expensive from Utah mm. to Disneyland. It's like mm. seventy bucks round trip. Oh yes, please. Or it was at the time. I don't know yeah. what it is now. And so it was one of those like let's go to Disneyland. We stayed off property because Disneyland it's all off property. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you're staying on property, you're doing something wrong because their 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 hotels are really expensive and um, mm-hmm. o- only uh, of the three hotels we stayed at Paradise Pier once, and Paradise Pier is literally the worst hotel um, on Disney property ever. Oh God, great. It, it was a hotel that Disney bought and then kind of upgraded. Oh, no. And, but they're apparently redoing that whole hotel now. But, yeah, mm. it's uh, but they're so expensive, those three hotels. But the, yeah. the, rest, the rest of the hotels on Disneyland are right outside. They're within walking distance. So, the, like, I highly recommend anybody to stay off site there. That's what I've heard as well. Like, there's really also just not, I mean, you could say this for Disney World as well. There's not a lot of perks they keep cutting right back those too. Yeah. Um, in Disneyland Paris, we did get an hour um, earlier in the morning instead of the half hour that Disney World is doing right now. Yeah. And that was very helpful. I was able to go to Avengers Campus and like not wait for hours for anything. Like we waited maybe half an hour for the Spider Man ride 
and then five minutes for the roller coaster that kind of sucks. Um, and then that was about it. So that's that's Avengers Campus. <laughs> like, that's pretty <laughs> much it. It well, was cool, a, though. It, 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 the paying for parking gets me. I hate when people ah, charge yeah, for yeah. parking and Disney now has done away with their free transportation and they charge you for parking. And it's like, yeah. they're like, yeah, so we're not going to get you here and we're going to charge you while you're here. It's yeah. like, really? Yeah. There's a couple of buses that can get you from the airport to the hotels. They're just a little bit of money. I think they're like 15 bucks a person. That's what I've, I've seen that because it's taken a little while for the bus service to kind of, catch up to the fact that Disney doesn't have their own bus service anymore. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now there's a couple of services I see that don't actually charge too much. Unlike Disneyland where, um, coming from LAX, um, you're lucky if you spend something under 50 bucks. Yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, it's the one it's sunshine flyers is the one that looks like a train for some reason. That's that's the one that I, I think started recently. Yeah, yes. And then Mirrors, which ran Magical Express anyway. It's the yeah. exact same thing. They just stripped the Disney from it. Fine. And, yeah, yeah fine. and now charge you money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, which, whatever. My friends are going in a month or two, so they're, like, testing it out before me and my mom figure out whether we're just going to Uber or not. Um, we'll figure it out. I don't think I ever said this. When I did the... Uh... Uh, celebration i went out to lax and keep in mind i don't travel much Mm. especially since the pandemic i probably traveled a lot less uh and uh typically like i'll go to geology conferences and i'll figure out my own way i I never rent a car i usually do the public transport the trains Mm. and stuff but um i didn't want to wait that long because i was hoping maybe i can get into disneyland even though they didn't have any tickets so i wanted to get down there Mm. And I was walking over from LAX. The they have a rideshare area, which mm-hmm. is not near the terminal. It was like a fifteen twenty minute walk from the I terminal. Remember, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so you're w- w- walking. I'm walking over there. I get there and I see this line of taxis, and I see the Uber. And the Uber is like you got to order your Uber and then wait for a pickup. And I said probably like ten fifteen minutes. And but I had the line of taxis, and I'm like, taxi can't be that much more than an Uber. <laughs> I have no idea. $150 later, yep. uh, I learned my lesson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uber was quoting me at 50 um, and then I get the taxi, I get out, it's like, I think 160 with Jesus tip? Murphy. Oh, my God. I guess they had to, like, jack up their prices in order to make up for the fact that no one is freaking using taxis anymore. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Like, I just, I did not think it would be that bad. I thought comparable like Mm -hmm, you're mm -hmm. you have you're literally in competition with the taxis why are you overcharging this much yeah it's kind of bananas yeah i haven't taken a taxi outside of new york in a very long time and even in new york i've mostly just taken ubers and stuff like i think i took one taxi i was with my family so of course my dad was like let's take a taxi and I was like, this is stupid, but okay. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah. it was. I have no idea how much it costs, but it's been ages since I've taken a taxi. It's just like, you can't track a taxi. You know what I mean? Like, at yeah. least with like Uber and Lyft, you can see where you're going and see what the route is and kind of, you know. As a, a woman who's often traveling by herself, I like that. <laughs> You know, like like other people knowing or the ability to know where you are, too. Exactly. It's very helpful. Um, Yeah. I took so many Ubers in London. It was ridiculous, like a ridiculous amount of Ubers. But yeah, it wasn't so bad. All right. You ready to talk some Star Wars? I guess so. Yeah, sure. Your Tauntaun will freeze before you reach the first marker. Then I'll see you in hell. Hello. What have we here? There is one piece of news that came out recently, and that is apparently Rogue One is getting back into theaters. I don't know. Have you seen that movie? I I think maybe once. <laughs> so it is getting an IMAX re-release with, quote, an exclusive look at the new Disney Plus Star Wars series, Andor. Love it. 
It's it's one day only, according to um, this uh, article that I, I have. It says starting August 26th, one day come back. I'm like, then it's not starting the 26th. It is, it the, is 26th. the 26th. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. So, but if you're able to go, I think that would be fun. I don't do movies all that much, but uh, I don't even know if there's an IMAX anywhere near me. Yeah, I've got an IMAX like five minutes away, so I might try to catch it. Um, you live near people, though. I don't live near I do. anybody. <laughs> I do live near people. Um, yeah, I might give it a shot. Yeah, my, my AMC has an IMAX theater and a Dolby theater, which is always lovely. Um, but yeah, I might, I might give it a shot. I might see what's up, because I love that movie. And to see, I don't think I saw it in IMAX the first time. I don't know. I'd be interested what the Andor stuff that they're releasing, how yeah. different is it from the trailers that right. we've gotten? And is this like maybe like the first five minutes or something of the show? Or yeah. like, like what, what is their plan? Because it doesn't really say. Yeah, I would. Yeah, because there's a big difference between like, here's two minutes and here's 15 minutes. Like, what are we getting? What are we, you know, like realistically, what is this? Although, what? quite frankly, I'd pay to just see the movie. And be perfectly fine with that. I knew that this was being re-released. And I was like, ooh, maybe. I didn't know about the the Andor um, sneak peek. So that's... It's just more icing on the cake, man. Like, whatever it is, I'll be pleased with it. Because I wasn't... I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, no, it seems... It's an interesting marketing uh, campaign. Especially one day. I I could see, like, maybe a month leaving it out but one day it's uh mm. it's interesting i, I don't it's, know what it's, they're it's hype yeah uh, for very little investment you know what i mean like it's a story whether you do it for a month or whether you do it for a day but it costs a hell of a lot less i assume to run it for one day and get theaters to run it for just one day versus like a month because then you're taking a you're filling a theater hopefully filling a theater um that's taking away from another movie that would probably pay. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to pay to be in the theater. So it's a very low bar of investment for hope. I guess they're hoping high return and hype. And cause I mean, obviously we're excited for Andor, but I think you're like general. Yeah. Like the the casual fan. I guess. Thank you very much. Yes, you finished my thought. I appreciate it because <laughs> thoughts are not finishing. Um, yeah, the casual Star Wars fan, I don't know how amped they are for this. I, I don't know because, like, Kenobi has the Ewan McGregor factor. Yeah, Ewan and the McGregor, Kenobi factor. Yeah, but Ewan McGregor is a huge star. Like, everybody mm-hmm. knows Ewan McGregor. Um, and, like, people know Kenobi because he's in, like... Mm-hmm. Everything? Six of the movies. <laughs> yeah. And, and so, like, you, you have that that strong character. Andor is in one movie. Granted, it was a very popular movie, but it was a few years ago. Um, a lot of people, a lot of the casual fans probably haven't seen Rogue One since it mm-hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, you're going to need to hype this up. I personally am super excited for this. I was more hyped for this than I was uh, Kenobi. Uh, I had said that on the show just because mm-hmm. it's, it's something different. I did. I was super pleased with Kenobi. I was unexpectedly pleased with Kenobi, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm ex- excited to see where Andor goes. Yeah, I mean, I I was definitely more amped for Kenobi because I'm a prequel baby, and Ewan McGregor is a god. Um, so yeah, I was very. I was. I mean, it still exceeded my expectations, and my expectations were high. Andor, I was like, this is dubious, but okay, go on. Um, and then footage started to come out, and I was like, oh, now I'm really excited. Still oh, not. It looks good. <laughs> it looks so good. Not as excited as I was for Kenobi, just because of my attachment to the character. And so like, you don't have the attachment to this character. No, not, like, not. Not as much. Yeah, I don't know how many, if any people really do, because he's only in the one movie. Like, he's a great character, but uh, it's yeah. not Kenobi. I have. I do have. A Cassian Andor pop figure because I love him very much. Um, I think he's. I really think Diego Luna ate that role up. Like he's he's so good, 
And I, I am excited to see what he does with this. I just wasn't convinced it was necessary, like, as a story that needed to be told. But they're convincing me. And I that's, think, you know, that's cool. I think it'll be a good companion to Rebels. Sure. Is, re- is really what Ooh. I'm hoping for. So, like, you have Rebels is the birth of the Rebellion, but from the perspective of this one Rebel cell, yeah, I'm hoping that this will be a companion piece where you're getting view of maybe not the entire rebellion, but at least other rebel cells and kind of how they come together is that's what I'm hoping we're going to get with the show. But obviously we could get anything. Um, All we know is we have Mon Mothma in it, who is a huge leader of the rebellion. Um, I'm assuming uh, we're going to get Jimmy Smith's back. Yeah. That'd be good. Yeah. I mean, my, I mean the, the episode count is also ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's, it's, so long and i mean that in a good way um they they officially yeah they officially released the schedule and it's pretty much what you would expect they're releasing the 12 episodes straight in a row uh three episodes on september 21st and then one episode every week following until it's done with the first 12 episodes in uh right about thanksgiving that's gonna be a lot (laughs) that's gonna be a lot yeah, because I remember seeing um, that it leads through Life Day, and I was like, "Happy birthday, me!" Um, <laughs> here's more Andor. Hopefully, it doesn't break my heart. So maybe towards the end, but we yeah, know Cassian probably. lives until he doesn't. <laughs> until he doesn't. <laughs> Poor baby. All right, that's all the news I got. Yeah. So I've been in a hole. So I've been in Europe, and well, technically. Technically, the UK isn't Europe anymore, so I was it is in not. Europe for like four days. Well, um, it's the continental <laughs> Europe. It's not part nope. of the EU, nope. but it's part of the continent. It's an island. The UK is an island. I know it's an island. Thank so you. So it's not part of continental <laughs> Europe. <laughs> it's an island. <laughs> Technically, it's several islands. Yeah, exactly. But um, it's part of it is part of an island that is part of the EU. All right. We're doing geography right now. <laughs> But no, I yeah, I I was basically in England and then France. So I was in England and then France and then my couch. Like <laughs> it's been nuts, dude, because I quarantined for 2 weeks before I left to make sure I didn't ruin my trip by catching covid. To make sure you can quarantine when you get home? <laughs> yeah. So I quarantined for 2 weeks, went away for 2 weeks, quarantined for another week and a half, and now here I am. And I'm like, I haven't seen the United States in over a month. <laughs> Like, I haven't been to a Target in a very long time, <laughs> and I'm very upset about it. I hope you because... get grocery delivery, because that yes. so- sounds like you're just yes. eating, like, the cheese that you left out for the mice. Correct. <laughs> yeah. um, no, I ordered groceries. I did a huge, like, grocery shop before I quarantined, and then well, as soon as I tested positive, my mom was like, what do you need? Make me a list. I'll drop things off, because she's lovely. Um, well, that's so nice I was, that you have people yeah. local. <laughs> yes, I do. I have, my parents are seven minutes away from my apartment. So oh, nice. It's, it's very nice. Um, yeah, I was literally on her way home from Trader Joe's, so it was fine. Um, but yeah, I was well taken care of. I was fine. Everything was okay. <laughs> but I'm just like, wow, as soon as the Halloween stuff starts to come out, I'm not here. <laughs> like, I'm upset, but it's okay. I immediately went to a spirit Halloween. I tested that's, negative and I was like, goodbye. Spirit Halloween I noticed, now. I know I noticed the spirits were starting to bloom. Yeah, they are. It's listen, it's beginning to look a lot like my time. That <laughs> 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 it's the most wonderful time of the year. Um but yeah. So I'm gonna go touch grass soon, which will be lovely. But yeah, I've been in a hole. I don't know anything that's going on at all in the world it's been well i know a couple of things but not not related to star wars that's okay but today we are talking lego yeah you control the action with a new lego star wars collection so uh released back at the beginning of august but i wanted to wait till um uh, you were back from your trip to talk about it because i yes, figured please, you would you. you would enjoy this uh mm-hmm. This little romp. The Lego Star Wars Summer Vacation was released. Yeah, it was. Which was the third 
Lego uh, Star Wars special that follows the um, uh, the Rise of Skywalker. I can't even remember the movie name. The last um, one. Yeah, the last one. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and so it's it's the third one, and they they seem very um, intent on keeping the continuity uh, of these Lego shows, even though we have almost no actual canon stories that take place after The Rise of Skywalker. Um, I believe there is one short story somewhere that I, I recall uh, that took place after, but other than that, all the Lego specials are what's called canon adjacent, meaning mm. that they won't break canon, um, like bringing characters in that don't make sense. Like, obviously, in this, we had um, Ben Kenobi, but he was Force Ghost Ben Kenobi. Mm. Uh, we had Leia, and she was Force Ghost Leia. And then, like, they do their little um, story setup and kind of, like, we're going to do story time now. And so that's how you can get stories from uh, outside of that. Uh, timeline but other than that we do have like a canon ish story (laughs) kind of kind of um but they're fun they're fun so but this story uh takes place on the uh what are we gonna with the the giant advertisement the 48 (laughs) minute advertisement for the galactic Star star cruiser yeah it takes place on the halcyon (laughs) <laughs> which is like okay go on then i guess um that's fine just a giant giant galactic star cruiser ad but to be fair 90 percent of the story does not take place on the halcyon it takes place like, True. in flashbacks and stuff so it's it is what it is but the whole thing is like contingent on the fact that like quote unquote like our heroes are on the halcyon you know, like, it, that's and there's it. so much to do on the Halcyon. They can do My all these God. different activities, which are literally the activities that you can do if you go to the Halcyon. So yep. it definitely felt like, look at all you can do while you're here. It's that, <laughs> and then I think it's also definitely playing to the people who have been there and being like, wow, it's so cool. Like, I did that, and now they're talking about it. Like, it's definitely, like, it serves both purposes. Like, it feeds that, like, oh, I, that's so cool. I got to do that. Maybe I should do it again. Like, it's it's definitely feeding into that as well as, like, that sounds fun. I should do Like, you're literally playing both sides of the audience. You know what I mean? Like, people who have gone and those who haven't. It's kind of very smart. Like, it, really it is. intelligent. And it's, uh, I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad that it works. It's um, It was actually a lot of fun. It kind of got a little annoying towards the end. Yeah. Because um, you're like, by the end, you're like, okay, we get it. Tone it down just a few notches. Yeah. Um, but apparently the creators have never been on the Halcyon. Um, <laughs> were, Disney wasn't like, here you go. Enjoy. Here's your field research. No? Okay. Cool. I, I, think, I think they, obviously these take a long time to do because uh, animation is not quick. And no. um, they were, it was all during COVID. And so mm. they um, were given like the, the plans of what the Star Cruiser layout was. Um, and as the, uh, what's it called? The environmental simulator was completely different because the environmental simulator in real life is uh, basically a box shaped uh, space without a roof. Yes. Um, where here, their uh, ray is at the beach, yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. which I'd like a pool. But yeah, that'd be cool. Apparently, a lot of people are upset that the Halcyon doesn't have a pool. <laughs> I don't give a crap about a pool. I'm in space. Shh. I don't know. I'm just saying what people are. People are upset. People go to <laughs> yeah, Disney, they apparently want a pool. Let them be upset. Go on. But, uh, yeah, the, um, the show takes place on the Halcyon, and it's basically, it's Finn's story. Finn... Uh, organized the trip on the Halcyon. Everybody of the Resistance that's not dead uh, <laughs> decides to come along, and they get all separated. They're doing their own thing, and Finn is upset that he gets left alone um, mm-hmm. when he <clears throat> when he organized this trip, and so he meets some Force ghosts on his yes, travels. Yeah, and so we basically have our setup similar to the terrifying tales. Uh, where we have three stories that are, I think, less... Um, they, they, with Terrifying Tales, they did a very good job of splitting them up between prequel 
OT and sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. This one I feel is less split up. Um, yeah. It's it's kind of like you're like okay I can see where this might be the prequel one but I'm not entirely sure it seems like it's more like they're all focused around the OT and then like the last one is kind of the sequel trilogy yeah it's like pre pre sequels pre sequel yes yeah it all they all occur after the prequels and before the sequels all of yeah them. yes yes exactly so okay <laughs> and so the first one, uh, we have uh, Ghost Ben Kenobi showing up and talking to Finn and telling him about a vacation, quote, vacation that he had, um, basically helping the rebellion to uh, get some coaxium back from yes. Jabba the Hutt. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. ends up singing a little ditty. Yes. I... Mm. I did think the joke, like the ongoing joke of like, wait, Kenobi told you to have fun is like fantastic. It is a cute little story, I believe. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. The person who was his quote unquote wife is Colvette Valeria. Yes. So she is. um, Oh, I want to get her name right. She is. She's actually she's um, from Community. The, the Yvette Nicole Brown. I'm looking at the yes. um, the I think this cast is fantastic. So that's what I want to talk about. Uh, OK. But yes. I find it really funny that they named her Colvette when her name is Yvette Nicole. So oh, they just took the first and last think... syllable of her name and put them together and reversed them. So and they did the exact same thing with Weird Al Yankovic being called Vic Vanko. I, I I like Weird Al, but uh, um, Yvette's character is actually a reoccurring character. Oh, she, is it? So Have I missed I, this? No, well, I don't. You haven't watched these. I want you. I want to. I want um, to kind of go back on, on one of our uh, redos because I really enjoyed the show. Uh, it was the Freemaker Chronicles. Oh, yes, Freemaker yes, yes, Adventures. Yes, yes. Mm-hmm, yeah, there, mm-hmm. there's two seasons of them, and it's some of the best Lego Star Wars that they've done. Mm. And it was when they actually kind of fixed the formula. Like, they mm. were doing a bunch of Lego Star Wars specials, but a lot of it was making fun of prequels and stuff. And it wasn't... They they had an audience, but it wasn't, like, the general, like, Star Wars fan. Whereas, I think Freemaker, they're like, we're going to fix this scenario, uh, fix, the, fix the formula. And mm. um, it, it was a lot of fun. And so that's a lot of the characters that we get in these shows, um, these later three shows come from that original Freemakers uh, show, like uh, Grabala the Hutt, um, who was mm-hmm. in the Terrifying Tales episode, was yes. from the Freemakers. And so uh, Yvette's character is from Freemakers. Oh, cool. I did get the sense that I was supposed to know who she was. So that yes. makes sense. Uh, I only knew that she was a recurring character um, because I've heard it stated elsewhere that they were excited that she came back, but also like, when I see her character model and hear her voice, it's like when I heard her voice and I'm like, Oh wait, yes, you were <laughs> like, you yeah, were on yeah. Freemakers. Like it, that, yeah. and I looked it up and just to make sure I'm like, okay, yes. Uh, um, yes, it makes sense now because it's supposed to take place. Freemakers is during the OT. Mm-hmm. I think it's between empire and Jedi, uh, mm-hmm. where this story clearly takes place, um, before the OT because, um, Kenobi is looking young. He doesn't have any gray hair. He's got a mullet, which I appreciate, but no gray hair. No gray hair. He, he looks like he's fresh in the, fresh, fresh on the dune sea. Mm. Yeah, he is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was fun. I thought it was a cute little moment. And yeah, that would definitely be Obi-Wan's version of a freaking vacation because he's never relaxed in his entire life which is sad which is truly like if you think about it quite sad but also makes her good good comedy in in this special i liked i you mentioned it before the ongoing wait kenobi told you to relax there were a lot of one-liners in this in this episode that made me laugh yeah i laughed out loud a few times and i was like oh no (laughs) i'm laughing out loud at lego star wars it's fine which I do a lot, let's be real. 
This was well written. I enjoyed this. Like, yes. like, like I said, there was a couple instances where I, I felt at the end, it's like, okay, get on with the advertisement. Um, mm. But uh, overall, I would say it was a lot of fun. It was. It really was. I, I do think the Anakin moments were my favorite. Like how he rolls up to go see Finn in like a scuba suit. And the scuba suit is making the Vader noises. And yet it's Anakin. And it's very Anakin, like very, very Anakin and like pre-Vader everything, like just everything about him is delightful. And the fact that it's Matt, am I going to say his name right? Matt, Matt. Lanter, Lanter? Is it Lanter? I believe yeah. it's Matt Lanter. Yes, Matt Lanter, um, who obviously did Anakin's voice in Clone Wars. Uh, hysterical. Also, um, Obi-Wan is uh, his voice in uh, Clone Wars as well. James Arnold Taylor. Thank you. That's it. So a lot of the, so speaking about the voice cast, a lot of the actors from the Clone Wars were back in this. Yes. Um, we did have a couple of movie people uh, come in. I, I Kelly Marie Tran. Kelly Marie Tran is the, the most notable um, that she came Billy in. Billy D. Williams, I think, is the most notable. Well, yes. Okay, Billy D. Williams is the most <laughs> notable because he was the most uh, like standout of the yeah. movie characters. But Kelly Marie Tran, I feel, is a, the only like sequel trilogy she actress is, yeah. or actor mm-hmm. that could come back and i feel like her role if she's willing to come back for this yes you need to give her a bigger role i agree i completely agree with you i think she's fantastic i'm happy that she was willing like you're saying willing to do this considering her her history with the franchise and what they have done to her um she clearly loves star wars if she's willing to do this um, Especially yeah. since she's the only one of the yeah. sequel trilogy actors mm-hmm. to come back, and so give I her f- a special, give her a Lego Star Wars special of her own, because I feel like with the Christmas one, like the holiday one, was Poe. That was like Poe's one, because he was like all about Life Day and whatever, right? Is my memory serving me? I, this was I Finn's. feel like that was also Ray. Yeah, Ray. Ray did yes. one of. Ray yeah. did. I think it was the Christmas one. Ray was yeah. a, a big one into, into that. Yes. Too. I just, I feel like she needs her own something. She needs she something does. of her own. Um, and she deserves it for the love of God. She's, she's, a, she's a Star Wars treasure. She really is. But um, yeah, the second uh, animation is, <laughs> I love that um, Finn gets uh, sent down to Scarif. Yes. And uh, Scarif is... I believe we've made this joke on the show where uh, the Emperor used Scarif as his private beach resort. We did make that joke. Oh, no. On a Rogue One review. Was that? I, I thought I thought it was while we were doing Rebels. No, I'm pretty sure that because there was the beach in Rogue One, we were like, that's his personal, like, that's oh, his vacation yes. home. We made that joke about Rogue One, I believe. Uh, I know we made that joke. I don't remember when we made it, but we were making that. It was the Emperor's personal <laughs> beach resort, and I'm watching the episode going, Oh, no. Did they listen to that episode? <laughs> <'Cause> that's, <laughs> that's funny. Um, because we have, uh, like I said, Finn going down to Scarif. Um, he meets, as you said, Scuba Anakin. I didn't catch that it was the Vader. Uh, he was making yeah. the Vader noises, but it yep. makes sense because the scuba gear. <laughs> so um, funny. Uh, the, 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 he had the, the flippers, yes. um, which got me. Because he even when they got all together as all the Force Ghosts at the end, he was still wearing the, the scuba gear. Yep. They're like, we're not changing the character model. This nope. is what you get. <laughs> Anakin's in flippers. Deal with it. <laughs> Um, and so then we're talking, uh, uh, Vader's trying to get the emperor to, um, calm down. So this, I, b- I believe this is probably your, uh, OT episode, uh, where the other one was your PT episode. Mm. And so we have the emperor coming down onto Scarif as his beach resort, which again takes place before the OT because he's at the end of it. He's like, we need to build a base here. Yeah. Um, to teach these people a lesson. And so it's all, all before the OT, but we get Weird Al Yankovic yes. with a, a brand new song. And I was so disappointed because we got like, it felt like 
30 years of Obi-Wan singing in that first uh, first section. And then Weird Al Yankovic. So I'm like, oh, this is like Weird Al Yankovic, an actual singer, made yeah. an actual song for the show. And it lasts for a line and a half. Yeah, I was very, I was like, give me more of this, please. Like, this is the good stuff. What? Yeah, yeah. It's Weird Al. You hired Weird Al. Like, let's go. Whatever. So I know, I know Weird Al is a huge Star Wars fan. Yeah. Um, he's actually been to Celebration. Uh, he went uh, a few Celebrations ago. He did the uh, he did a concert for the Five O First Bash, which I did not go to that one, but uh, I know he I know he was there and did that. And That's a lot so of people, cool. a lot of people I know got to meet him and stuff. And he's huge Star Wars. As he has what two of his songs are about yeah. Star Wars. The saga begins in Yoda. Yes, which is yeah. American Pie and Lola. And now I could never hear them ever. Like if I hear American Pie, I'm 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 singing the saga begins like i'm not singing american pie i'm i'm singing the weird owl version and same with lola i'm just sitting there going yo da yo 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 <laughs> so bad that's okay my, my wife uh grew up with new kids on the block huge yes. new kids on the block fan and whenever they do the the right stuff i do the white stuff mm. <laughs> the white stuff in the middle yeah <laughs> so good so the emperor um, they're going to leave the beach resort until they come up with a bunch of competitions for the ruler of the beach. And yes, it's dumb. Yeah, it's dumb. I love but it though. It's fun. I laughed. And I laughed the limbo stick being the, the lightsaber. The lightsaber. Yeah. I, I was actually surprised it wasn't the lightsaber. I'm like, it looked like a lightsaber the first, and then they switched it to Vader's lightsaber. And I'm like, it wasn't a lightsaber the first time. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but that one was a lot of fun. Like, all of these are a lot of fun. I liked um, the, the last one. We have uh, Leia Forced Ghost come in. And I, <laughs> the more they use Leia, the more I like Leia. I love Leia. And, it, like, it's like one of those, like, you, you, you already started with a baseline. I like Leia. And uh, they they keep it like the Force Ghost Leia makes me sad every time. Oh yeah. But we get Baby Ben with his little legs, <laughs> his very <laughs> short little legs. Baby Ben on Endor, where apparently, according to canon, he was conceived on Endor. Mm. Case case you were wondering, mm. I don't I don't know where I heard this, but I know it was like in canon fact that that's where it happened. Great. Then now you can't get that fact nope. out of your head. Thank you so much for that. But we get Ewoks. I'll tell you what, though. A freaking Ewoks movie ruined Endor for me. Absolutely ruined it. Because all I could think of was... Uh, mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It was bad. Go on. Yes, I immediately thought of the Ewoks movie when they go, when we get the Ewoks down there. It's, Wicked! You're back. Yeah. <laughs> son of a gun you little oh my lord <sighs> and it's upsetting because obviously the ewoks are not the problem with the ewok movie <laughs> it's all the people <laughs> i don't know the the fact that their faces didn't move um, well yes but that's not their fault <laughs> there's a lot of fault. <laughs> it's a, a lot of people's faults yeah you're right <clears throat> But the Millennium Falcon gets stolen mm. by a bunch of joyriding teenagers. Well, more like one joyriding teenager who's bullying the other three teenagers. Yes. The, um, oh, whatever Kit Fisto is, that, that yeah. alien. Um, that guy. He was a jerk. Was a jerk. But Ben Solo saves the day by flying the Millennium Falcon first. And then... My God, the, the, they drop him off at, like, Luke's uh, Jedi Academy. They're like, oh we're on our way God. to Luke's Jedi Academy, and you forget about it during the episode. Mm -hmm. And then they get the end, like, be good, listen to Uncle Luke. And you're just like, wow, this turned dark real quick. <laughs> yeah, this got, it definitely got upsetting very quick. I think, like, if you're a small child watching this, you wouldn't put two and two together. But as a, you know, an adult with, like, reasoning skills and, like, you know, you're like, oh, 
oh no, like this is because they don't outright say it. Like, oh, that's the last time I saw Ben. Which it may not you know? be, but it also may be. But it is. <laughs> um, and it's just like, but you kind of put those things together and you're like, woof. Just woof. That's all I can say about it. It was great. I, I kind of, yeah, it kind of like ended on kind of a downer note, <laughs> you know? Yeah, that's a, exactly what I, I'm like, they did what now? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, it was interesting. An interesting choice. But I think um, once those stories wrapped up, we get, we jump back to the Halcyon, and I think one of the most interesting parts of this special is what Finn is saying at the end, where this is their last time together, mm-hmm. but everyone's going off to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. And what what he was saying is like um, Ray is going off to look for uh, Jedi temples in the unknown regions. Mm-hmm. And Poe's, I think, putting together the star, uh, the the starfighter mm-hmm. stuff, and um, I don't remember what else he was saying, but I think that's interesting. Is like if this is canon adjacent, and that is where they're going, like is this kind of seeding new stories right. in canon? Could be. It it definitely gives you an a, like an idea of like okay this is where these people are going to be so we could easily run into them in these places in different stories later on you know like because I don't think future movies or books or st- whatever are gonna focus on these people I think we're this is kind of like we're done with them as like the centerpiece and if they were to introduce new stories. This is where they could intersect, you know, similarly with how they used characters from the original trilogy and the sequel trilogy. I agree. Um, that's a it, it it makes me sad that they would do that, too. But I think a lot of the actors um, are done. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like John um, Boyega, 100 oh, percent. Um, I would be I would be super surprised. But also Harrison Ford came back. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it may not be, and, um, you and McGregor came back even after like nine years, 10 years of doing the character. So mm-hmm. you give enough time, um, time heals all wounds. But, uh, yeah. I think that, um, for the, the short period, John Boyega is not coming back. Daisy Ridley, I wouldn't be surprised if she came back, but I would yeah. also be not surprised if she didn't come back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently Oscar Isaac has said for the right story, he would. I can see that. Oscar Isaac, I feel, is a lot like um, Samuel L. Jackson. Like, mm. I'll do it if you want me to. <laughs> yeah, like, sure. I mean, he definitely seemed a little burned by, like, the end of the, the sequel trilogy. And, like, fine, I get it. Um, Mr. Somehow Palpatine Returned. Uh, but he just, I don't know. He see, uh, allegedly he said that he would, he would consider it for the right story. Um, which is great. And clearly, um, Kelly Marie Tran as well into. At least lent her, her voice. Uh-huh. At yeah. least lent her voice. I don't know. Yes. Like, yeah, I, I, I don't know how far they could, uh, oh, they did mention Rose. I was looking it up now. Uh, mm-hmm. she's, uh, um, off leading relief missions. And I think uh, Finn's plan was to go look for, um, I think other he said. Other Force-sensitive people. Yeah, other, other uh, Force-sensitive people, which is interesting that him and Ray are not together. Yeah. Yeah, because I think she's very focused on the whole Jedi thing, and he's not. Yeah. He's so I, just looking for Force-sensitivity, and she's kind of looking for, like, Jedi temples, right? So they're not the same there are two aspects of the same thing, but yeah. not quite the same thing. Correct. So, yeah, no, I, I'd love to see, obviously, Kelly Marie Tran come back. Um, and I think she'd, I, I, you're right, I think she needs her own thing, her own special. Yeah. Whether it be Lego, whether it be animated, whether it be live action, I don't really care. But I sure. think she needs to be um, front and center. Like, I think yeah. she deserves that type of mm-hmm. treatment with what being one of the only people that come back from the sequel trilogy time and time again. Like she's been, I think in at least two of these three specials. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. So I think that's all I got on this. Uh, Mm -hmm. Did you have anything else to add? 
No, I mean, it was an enjoyable little 48-minute romp and advertisement for the Halcyon. It was cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I had I had a fun time with it. Um, I mean, considering that some of the last few things I've watched for Star Wars stuff was a nightmare, um, this, was, this was a nice change of pace. It was... It- I was actually surprised by how quickly it went by. Yeah, like 48, 48 minutes is a long uh, Lego special, but it was yeah. quick. It was good. I enjoyed yeah. it. No, it, it definitely didn't drag at any point. So, yeah, very enjoyable. All of these last three, I would highly recommend. They've all been enjoyable. Um, they may not be everyone's cup of tea, but if right. you kind of uh, are ready for something... Loosely tied to canon of Star Wars, then it's it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, all right. I think with that, we'll call it a show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can reach us through email, talkingtauntauns at aiptcomics.com. You can find us on Twitter at talkingtauntauns. You can join our Discord or join our Patreon and uh, talk to us on Discord uh, through aiptcomics.com. And you can uh, leave reviews, download the show, listen to us everywhere that we are. Um, Very good, Jim. Yeah, a- anywhere we are, you can listen to us. Uh, it's a, I don't know where we are, but we are there. <laughs> we're definitely on Spotify and iTunes. That's what I know. I know we're on iTunes uh, uh, or Apple Podcast, as yeah. JJ likes to correct me. But iTunes is still a thing because I have it yeah. on my computer. Um, so you can, uh, you can find us there and leave a review. Uh, I love reviews. So if you do leave us a review, um, a good one, please, <laughs> uh, preferably a good one. If you're listening to the show, you probably like it. If you made so. it this far, you really like us. Yes. Yeah. So, all right. Until then, we will see you next week where we jump into the next, uh, few episodes of the Clone Wars. Thank you.